Hey everybody, it's your girl Maya K, and we are back. Season two of the Maya K show is alive and in color right now because you're listening to it. Listen, everybody, I missed you guys. I missed podcasting on this side of town, which by this side, I mean the literary side, the writing side. And I am happy to announce that I am back full time with this literary thing. And what that means is that my previous podcast, The Gold Files Podcast, has now ended. After four seasons, uh, it is, it's still available. You can go ahead on Apple, type in The Gold, G-O-A-L, Files, or type in my name, Maya K, and it will come up, and it'll be available until the end of June. After that, your girl is definitely taking it down off of all streaming platforms to preserve that content for my following. But with that, the Maya K Show is back. That means this is the only podcast, unless God says otherwise, that you will see me on, uh, that you will hear me on rather, but sometimes maybe see, because what I've been doing is taking some of my YouTube videos, pulling it over to the podcast. So some of these episodes this season, you will actually be able to see the visual as well as hear the audio, which is fun, right? Uh, Some people wonder why podcasters and content creators do that. One, don't nobody got time to be like creating a whole bunch of content for two different places that's just a lot of energy especially for those of us who write 70,000 word books okay but secondly sometimes I know for me I follow some great youtubers but if they had a podcast it would be easier for me because I can listen while I'm cooking or you know while I'm in the bathroom doing something or taking a bath like I can actually tune in differently and listening is better for me sometimes I am an audiovisual learner but sometimes staring at the screen is a lot and I don't always want to stare at the computer screen or stare at my phone, keeping it in my hand. And the other thing is when I'm listening to a podcast, I usually have less interruptions. I feel like when I'm watching a YouTube video, um, you know, my phone is obviously it could still be on do not disturb or whatever, but I just feel like with the podcast, I could just put it off in a corner and listen through the speakers in my house and chill out. Okay. So just know that this is going to be totally different and I'm excited, but I'm really excited to be back pursuing a full-time literary career. Uh, back in March, which was just last month, the Lord pivoted me and I was sitting crying out to God guys. I mean, crying. And I was like, God, I need you to tell me what to do because something just doesn't feel right to me. When you call people to build a business, you call people to people to write a book, whatever you call us to do God, we know there will be a season where we may not be seen, but we also know God that that is not your full intention, that you have a season also for us to be heard and we're not creating uh, and building for nothing, right? And so just having my business girls anthem for a year and kind of struggling to obtain clients, I felt like something was missing, but I knew that I had built what God called me to build. And so when the Lord started speaking to me again, I heard the words literary consultant twice in my spirit. And I knew what the Lord was saying. He was inviting me back into a space that I have always always loved and been passionate about and have seen some success in. And I think what it was, was I had started giving up in this area. Let me just be clear. I don't give up. I may 
uh, like pivot or change some things up, but I don't give up altogether. I may give up on an idea, but I don't give up. Um, but I had kind of put down my writing gift because I was just tired of plugging away and not seeing a favorable results, you know, and I'm not one of those people who, you know, live in la la land thinking that every book is going to sell a million copies or that every book is going to be on the New York Times bestseller. That's not it at all. But let's be honest, we don't write just for our mom and our two cousins. We want to have some success. And for many of us, we desire for this to be a full time career where we're able to literally manage our households and our families and our life, uh, our lifestyles, you know, without struggling. And that's not a far-fetched thing. So I am happy to be back here and I'm happy to help other women tell their stories. And so girlsanthem.biz, that's the home of my business. Make sure you go over there. It's not .com or .org or .net, but .biz, B-I-Z. I chose that on purpose because it is a business. And so I help women tell their stories and write their way to success. I help women build successful writing careers. And I mean, one thing I love about this is when you go over to the website and you look at the testimonials that reminded me that I was in the right place okay so listen now because of this pivot this made me think of how many of us are in a new rhythm of our lives and we're a little fearful or overwhelmed and that's why this episode is called a new rhythm and what I'm going to give you is three tips on how to lean into the new rhythm that God may have set you in but first some quick announcements so Youth Anthem tickets are on sale. Youth Anthem, for those who don't know, is my conference. I am hosting a youth conference in Philadelphia in September, September 24th and 25th, 2022. Uh, it's near and dear to my heart. It's for youth ages 16 to 22, and the tickets are $50. And so I'll put the, the Eventbrite link is actually in the details, in the description of my podcast episodes. Uh, make sure you go and you support. Uh, it's a big deal uh, because our youth, especially youth in Philadelphia and in in the inner cities they need to know people love them and see them and care uh, there's a lot of violence back home in my city but um you know god has an answer for it and so i'm excited about that and my second announcement is my writing boot camp yes the writing boot camp will take place on monday june 6th through july 15th yes including the holiday we will take a break on the 4th of july and then we're going to jump right back in it is not every day but it's only 75 dollars to hold your spot the total investment is $575. There's five spots open. When I have writing boot camps, I've done two before. I don't like have it so that a whole bunch of people can sign up because I want to really pay attention to the writer's work. And sometimes having too many people will not allow you to give that intimate attention. So the link is in the details. The writing bootcamp is starting June 6th through July 15th. $575 is your total investment, but it's $75 just to hold your spot. Um, the, when you see the landing page and you take a look, you'll see all the details, the breakdown of the payments, and you'll see why it's worth joining the bootcamp. All right, let's jump into it. So look, I've been writing professionally for like the last 13 or so years, and if I'm honest, whenever God brings me back to this literary space full time, it can be really scary because I've done this twice before full time and didn't see the results that I would have liked and book sales weren't necessarily favorable. 
I know how it feels to wonder if the new rhythm that you're in is worth it. And I'm telling you that it is. Not because third time's a charm, because I don't believe in luck, I believe in Jesus. Not because of anything like that, but because it's something about when God keeps sending you back to something, but you're a different person, which leads me into the first tip. How to lean into this new rhythm. Number one, trust that this version of who you are is who God intended to receive this level of influence. Whenever we are growing, we go up another level. We go up another dimension. God is literally uh, taking us to new heights, not just like in the natural, but he takes us to new heights in our spirit, in our emotions, in our mental, in everything. And so you're a different person now. So if God has led you back to something and you're like, oh my gosh, oh God, this is really wearing me out. You know, you have to trust that the version of who you are now is who God intended for you to receive this level of influence that he's about to give you in this space. One of the things that the Lord reminded me of as I was preparing for this episode is he reminded me of when he called me to write Storms of Love, which I'm excited. We're going to talk a lot about that this season. But Storms of Love is my latest contemporary Christian romance uh, novel that is now it's actually being read by four. I think yes. Um, either partials or full requests have been requested by agents and publishers. And I'm excited about that. But when he called me back, I didn't know why. I said, God, uh, I'm tired of writing fiction. It, it doesn't seem to be bringing me any increase. <laughs> even even if it wasn't like book sales, if I was getting booked to speak, it would make a difference for me. And the Lord was like, but you're different. When you were writing Christian romance before, you were still uh, somewhat broken. You were still dating um excuse me, the wrong kind of guys. And so you may have had a skewed view of love. No, not may, you did have a skewed view of love. But now that you've been through therapy over the last couple of years and you've healed and you're more emotionally mature and you love yourself more, you can write a Christian romance novel from a place of healing that can set other people free. And that really blessed me. So then the Lord says, okay, so then why wouldn't I bring you back to a full-time literary career, knowing that this is your passion. And this time the doors that will open for you, the person you are now can handle the level of influence you're about to step into. And that made me think of how God gives us our influence in increments. Oftentimes when we get the vision, it is true. God will show you the whole vision, right? And because he shows you the whole vision, it can get a little irritating because you be like, all right, God, I see it, but I've been here for 10 years and it don't look nothing like that. But the reality of it is the Lord usually will send morsels of blessings along the way, along the journey. And he also gives us our influence in increments and little morsels. And I believe he does that so that you do not hurt yourself with your influence. You ever get on Instagram or social media and you see somebody with a platform and a microphone and you be like, they did not need that. They, they, they didn't need it. Uh, no, didn't need it. Every time I see them in the Explorer page, they talking foolishness. I can think of a gentleman, but I don't like putting people out there, but I'm sure somebody came to mind for you guys, right? But the Lord knows when he gives his children an assignment, right? Because you have to remember as a believer, and if you're listening in and you're not a believer, that's okay. But you know, as a Christian woman, I do talk a lot about Jesus on this podcast, 
So for myself and anybody out there who is a believer, when you are a believer, God does things differently. Everything he does is about his kingdom being built and what he builds last, right? So when he gives us our influence and increments is because he knows what we can handle in any given season and how much of that influence we can handle. And he knows that he's building it to last, not for a one hit wonder moment, not for a hot shot moment, not for any of that, but he knows he literally knows, okay, how much you can take and he's building it to last. And the other thing is God knows how to bring you back to your place of influence when you'll have the greatest impact. You know, I'm thinking about right now how Storms of Love, literally, um, I just put out a, well, it comes out yes no at the drop at, at the release of this podcast the book is out uh april 15th the god girl's guide to college life which is a 21 day devotional so it's my second devotional and i thought about how if i had written a book like that maybe five years ago right i've been out of college for a minute now so if i had written a book like that five years ago at the age of 32 the impact may not have been the same because again while i had been out of college i still didn't necessarily have the maturity where i could pour into a college student the way i have in this book and so the reality of it is that's something we have to consider that god knows how to bring you back when you'll have the greatest impact all right, so lean in. The second way to lean into a new rhythm God has given you is to understand that God is not teasing or taunting you. He's pushing you. What do I mean by that, right? Well, we're if we're honest, if God didn't push most of us to our maximum limit, we'd probably stop at 85%. Now, I don't mean we would give 85% because I don't believe in me mediocrity. You know, I believe in excellence. But what I mean is that we would give 100% to the 85 okay so we would be like for example I'll, I'll give you a perfect example of this over the last several years when i have struggled in my finances especially as an entrepreneur i said things like god listen all i want is to be able to pay my bills pay my rent do what i gotta do i didn't ask for this all i wanted was to be able to you know do what i need to do in life be responsible this is too much and God would always say, but I have all you want is that, but I have more for you. And to so to my point, I was given 100% when I was working for other people. I was given 100%, you know, when I was showing up at the bank during the pandemic, when I was showing up at any job I ever had from serving at Olive Garden all the way through, I gave 100%. But for God, that was 85% of my potential. And so we know that if God didn't push most of us to our limit, we would stop at 85. He knows what's in us. And the only way to get it out of us is to position us for greater, right? The problem is most of the time, greater is harder. See, that's where it, it's challenging, right? Because we know that, see, God, again, he knows what's in us and, the, and he knows how to get it out of us. But the only way for him to do so is to position us for greater but greater normally is harder and because it's harder it does not look or feel good i'm reminded of a time when my first lady pastor sarah jakes roberts preached about how harvest uh this was a few years ago and she was talking about people who were in their harvest season and she was saying how most of you probably don't feel like you're in your harvest season because it looks like work 
And I love that that whole concept because it's true. When greater is harder, we don't understand it. And I'm not saying that we, we're looking for life to be easy. Listen, I'm from the school of the hard knocks from North Philly. Most of us are probably from, you know, had some type of struggle growing up, especially if you're from the hood, right? So it's not that we're looking for life to be easy, but when we get to greater levels and higher levels and God keeps promoting us, yeah, sometimes we do kind of want to breathe a little bit. But that's not how God always works. Lastly, the third point, the third way for you to embrace this new rhythm and lean in is to embrace the rhythm and ride the beats. Okay, God is not sending you into that new rhythm alone. He is with you. He is with you. And by new rhythm, let me just say this. It, it, it could also apply to like my situation. Just because I've been in the literary space before, twice before, doesn't mean it's not a new rhythm. See, the worst thing you can do is go back to something God is calling you back to that you've experienced before and think that he's going to have the same rhythm uh, for a different season. God is a God who is a God that progresses, meaning he creates, he's always moving, he's always creating, He always he's always progressing in some way. And so for you to think that you can use the old formula, which would basically be an old rhythm, that's not, that doesn't make sense. So understand that when he is sending you into this new rhythm, he is with you. He didn't send you in there by yourself. I'm reminded of Daniel being in the lion's den and how the next morning when the guards who put him in came to get him out, they was like, what? You, you, you cool? He was like, yeah, I wasn't in here by myself. <laughs> you know, even when we go and we think about the story of the, the three Hebrew boys thrown into the fire, fiery pit and, you know, the fiery furnace rather. And people are like, wait, I see a fourth person. Yeah, because I'm not in this by myself. When you understand that, then you understand that you can flow with God and flow with the Holy Spirit without putting pressure on yourself. He's in charge of the rhythm. So relax and enjoy the ride because this time you will reach your destination. Now we know that success is a journey, not a destination. So when I say destination, I'm not saying um, you're, you're, you're gonna reach that final point because again, we're always evolving, always growing. But destination here, when I say it, I'm talking about you're gonna reach that place where you know you were called to do what you do. Oftentimes when we're in a space where we're either struggling uh, in an industry God called us to or struggling with the project God called us to create or start or launch or business, whatever it is, we can often feel like, man, am I really called for this? So this time God is pointing you in this direction because you are a greater you. He's always a great God, but you are a greater you. And so this time you're gonna reach your destination. Your destination is that stop on the train where you know this is where I know, man, it's starting to feel good. It's starting, even through the rough stuff, you know when you've reached a point where it's like, I, I feel like I, I, I'm fitting this well. I, I feel like it fits me now. Before I felt like it was too big for me. And, and then sometimes I felt like, man, I had outgrown it. Now I feel like it's the perfect fit. So even with the warfare, even with the hell, even with the challenges, even with the cancel culture that comes with everyone who has influence, even with all of the nonsense, I know that I've reached my destination. Listen guys, new rhythms don't have to be painful. 
God is trusting you and he is testing you. And it is never easy to be trusted by God. But if he keeps showing you something, there's work for you to do in that space. Lastly, I want you to consider this. God may have had to demolish and destroy some things on your path before you got there. You know, we always think that when we haven't gotten to this place of, you know, success, whether it be financially or just in the area of influence or whatever, our impact, our businesses, we often think God is keeping something from us, but we never think about what God is keeping from us. Oh my God, that's a woof, that's a word. So we often think, oh, God is keeping me from my blessings. God is keeping me from this. But we don't think about the animals and the wild beasts that he moves out of the land so that we can go through without uh, having danger approach us. Sometimes where you feel stuck and stagnant is God actually clearing out the path and clearing out all of the danger that would be there. I'm reminded of this story where God had told this person, and I actually heard it from a pastor, but God had told this person to reapply for a job and he didn't understand it. He was like, for what? Like I, I got declined. I mean, it was, I guess it was during a point where he really needed this, this job and they had slammed the door in his face. He felt devastated. So when he resubmits, he does what God says, not understanding. And all of a sudden he not only gets the interview, but he gets the job. And so he says, well, God, why? And God said, well, I had to remove the previous supervisor because I know that you guys wouldn't have been able to work together. That person had it out for a lot of their uh, employees and they just weren't a good person. That is the loving God that we serve. That is the loving God. So if you have come back, like I think about this now, how my third time in the literary space, full time, I never left it, but full time, meaning I'm giving it my all, my entire business is built around it. My YouTube channel, my podcast, you know, everything is about me writing and me coaching writers and editing all of it. I'm thinking about how the windows of opportunity have been different for marginalized people in many of these spaces ever since 2020. I'm thinking about how I have more experience and I'm able to charge higher prices, not to try to rip anybody off, but because of my worth. How, how you know, four or five years ago, actually it was 2016, um, when I had the first business, Masterpiece Inc. And how then when I had it and so much toiling and so much work, but here it is years later and I have more experience. I have more books that I put out. I've had more clients, more testimonials. And God is like, listen, this time you're gonna reach your destination. Trust the new rhythm God has you in. If it's something brand, brand new or something he's bringing you back to, know that he is with you. I hope you guys enjoyed this first episode of the new season. I'm so excited about uh, these upcoming episodes. You guys are going to hear they're already recorded. They're ready to go. We're going to be doing some uh, author interviews. I'm excited. I'm I'm not going to announce it yet. Um, I have a great, great, great New York Times bestselling author joining me on the podcast this season and probably a few others. But for this one, this was a big deal for me um, and I'm excited about it. There's going to be, of course, writing tips. There's going to be coaching, um, you know, a little bit because I do charge for coaching, but I'm definitely going to give you guys some great content and I hope you just stick with me through the ride. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to the email list. If you are not subscribed, let me tell you what you get. You get my first two books for free. 
which is really exciting. Um, one is a book of short stories and the other one is a novella uh, that I wrote when I was living in South Korea. And so you will enjoy, you know, both of them. And it gives you a taste of my writing. Um, and yes, join the tribe. You want to join the tribe because I'm telling you some great things are coming up. All right, guys, that's it for episode one of season two. Make sure you follow me at Writer Maya on all the socials and make sure you subscribe to the email list. Get some of those youth anthem tickets for some young people in your life. Even if you don't live in Philly, you don't know people fly to conferences all the time and parents are invited. So make sure they are aware of that. Um, and I'm, I'm here for it. So, you know, let's get into it. I cannot wait for you guys to hear next week's episode. I think it's something a lot of people want to talk about. It's actually can, it's actually addressing why I parted ways with my very first literary agent. Um, and I, I just want writers to know that you have worth. You have a lot more worth than you may think you do. All right, guys, I love you. And we will tune in with each other next week.